Okay, hey, this is the Gracemont Podcast. This is Apostle John Luke. I'm here with Apostle As always. As always. Uh, this is episode 30. Possibly, some say. Anyway, carry this on. This is episode 35. And we'll do the song now. Hit it. Gracemont. 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 All right, sweet. Okay. We have been pondering heavily. Yes. Because we've known there's more out there than just what we were taught in our little Christian Sunday school. Yeah. So we decided to research Confucianism this week. What did you find out? Oh, well, um, so one thing I found out was that he was Chinese and he was in the, okay, he was 500 years before Christ. Okay. Right. And he was a teacher and he wasn't necessarily a religious guy. He was just teaching moral practices. And at that time, uh, China was in many, many different pieces and there were lots and lots of war and conflict. And he thought, we got to, we just can't let this go on. We're all killing each other. So he came up with these teachings. He started these schools. They were lightly attended. He had some, oh, I don't know, respect among teachers. He, he dies a complete failure. No one, his schools just shut down. No one paid any attention to him. Like 400 years later, somebody pulls up one of his, some of his teachings and goes, Oh my God, this stuff is, it's, it's, it's divine, you know? And so now the whole country of China is immersed in the teachings of Confucius. And apparently it's, it's very powerful, effective, uh, there's, I think there's, there's a lot of, apparently a lot of value there because it's lasted for a long, long time. And, but the thing I find most interesting about him is that he died in obscurity. So I think on my deathbed, I'll go, just remember Confucius because I'm nobody now, who knows, maybe a hundred years from now, somebody will discover something. I don't know. It, so that's what I know. That's what you discovered. I discovered it a little differently. He, uh, you know, he was kind of a politician, really. He was trying to, you know, he was the in the the dukedom or fiefdom of Lu. He was the uh, head of public works and then the head of like the police okay. for a while. All right. Then he uh, then he traveled about the country to different kingdoms and fiefdoms, and he had a few. Uh, he had a few guys that hung out with him, you know, yeah. pupils. And he kept trying to find a, a king or a, a duke or whatever that was worthy that he could advise or serve. Yeah. And he never really found one. And he, he ended up several years later going back to Lou, where he had started. Yeah. And uh, two of his pupils got promoted to high ranks in public service. One is a, you know, administrator and one is a warrior. 
Yeah. And so, and then they recommended that he be like professor emeritus or so, or something like that. Yeah. And so he was given kind of a high status and that's when he had his school and had a few pupils. And then, then he died at 73 and he, he did, he did have some legacy, like his, one of the people that took up the teaching of Confucianism later was the, uh, Taoism? No, no, it was it was Confucianism, but he he his mentor was taught by the grandson of Confucius. Oh, so his, say that one more time. His name the the, the Western name for the guys is, is Mencius. Oh, okay. Mencius, right. He started the he kind of had his own little branch of Confucianism. He altered it a little bit, mainly by saying that people are basically good. Then there was another oh. guy after him who said people are basically bad. Pretty similar to the, what was the Calvinists and who? Oh, oh the uh, Calvinist and, uh, oh yeah. Well, it's like non-Calvinist, I guess, because Calvinists believe if you're going to be saved, you're going to be saved. No use to witness to you. But if you believe what we believe, then you're not predestined to go to hell or heaven. That's what we believe. That's why we evangelize. So that's... Well, well, it was Cal. Wasn't Calvin the one that thought that people were basically bad, and there was somebody that opposed him that said people were basically good? Oh, I can't okay. remember who those people were. Okay. Anyway, it's yeah. a, it's an age old argument, and a, uh, it was popular in Confucianism. But then there was a there was a uh, a time when the the uh, kingdoms and fiefdoms were all fighting. And a short-term uh, dynasty took over, and they tried to delete all records of Confucius. Huh? Like they Gosh, burned he, all his stuff and everything. Yeah. Yeah. What if they had succeeded? He, they probably succeeded on some. There's probably some people out there we'll never know of who were super great guys, you know, yeah. or very. And, I, and I've heard about that in science, too, like some of these quantum physics and stuff. Somebody would find uh, an article from like 30 years ago, and they would say, hang on, what if this were true? What if this guy was right? And then finally, I've heard a couple stories like that. Uh, and, okay, you know, the guy who broke the Morse code, his story is fascinating, man. Uh but but he he died pretty much in obscurity. He broke the enigma. Oh, the guy that was the that was on that movie they did the movie about. Right. Yeah. But 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 I never heard of him. And then this, I mean, even when I first started watching it, and I figured out kind of what was going on, I was like, ah. And then and then I watched it, and then I was yeah. like, dang man. So anyway, Confucius. Right. So anyway, Confucius, then then the, the Han dynasty took over about probably a couple hundred years after his death. And they venerated Confucius and brought back all of his teachings. And of course, I'm sure they added to him a lot. And they, they did their best to recreate all of his writings. and You need to love so that forth. word, venerated. We need to use that a lot more. 
that that was was powerful, man. You like yeah, the, you're right though. Okay. They venerated him. They they so they his his whole life. Not only was it resurrected, it it went from like a teeny little to boom. Yeah, yeah. So he's been very much revered ever since then, and his teachings are pretty simple. Uh, um, yeah, like it's basically do the right thing, right. be nice. Yeah. And, and he wanted the rulers to be uh, benevolent, and yeah. treat the people with love and so forth. Yes, and and he wanted them to to lead by example. Of course, right. that doesn't happen here. But our our leaders need some Confucianism. Oh, I know. I, think. I do well, and see another thing I think of, and I'm looking for. I was going to pull up this website.com. Yeah, there you go. And because I had an article of all of his teachings, but yeah, I mean, I think like you know, like Christianity is just. I think it's a it's a combination of a bunch of stuff. And, but sure, but, you know, and so here's another thing I did. I went through and I have the teachings here and there's like 20 or something. There's a lot. We're not going to go through them all, but I went through them all. I was going to pull up his teachings. I read through about 20 of them and I just thought even with my Southern Baptist helmet on, I thought I can't really see like how I could argue with that. You know, right. it, it's it's just really like. Super, uh, uh, and it's it lines up with the Bible. It's not just like, you know, go north and you're going north. I mean, it was some significant moral teaching, and it was. I thought, well, that's kind of the Bible is very parallel to that. I, if I can bring it up here, my anyway, that's what I. Well, one of them was filial piety, meaning honoring your oh. parents and your ancestors. I mean, that's one yeah, of the Ten right. Commandments: honor your father and yeah. mother. Oh, that's of course, right. they kind of they they have expanded that to sort of worshiping their ancestors, or some of them do, but and Christians, of course, don't do that. But honor your father and mother is certain certainly a thing. What yeah. what I thought was really interesting, he said it was very important. He spoke on raising children too. It was very important to raise your children to know to do the right thing, give them proper discipline, and be but be good to them. Right. And, Teach him, yeah. teach him the way. He talked about the way, like I've talked about before. The, the uh, yeah, on on the the TV show, the uh, the Mandalorian, where they say this is the way all the time, because the Mandalorians oh, have this yeah. code of ethics that they live by. So they, that was they also that a New Testament word. Confucius. Yeah, this is the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The way. Uh, there are lots of different ways. So I think we should yeah. have our own way, which is the grace, the grace mount way, or the way of grace. I think, which will kind of be like Confucius's way, because uh, he he was just taking he wasn't really following a script. He was just saying this is really good and this is really good, and he put it all together and it's and and like you say, some of the stuff. Very little, I would think. What did you say? There, some way they venerated their parents was a little curious, maybe. Which you well, got to give them a, some room, right? Of course, they. Uh, it's my understanding that they like pray to their ancestors. Some, yeah. Which I don't oh, know okay. that to be for sure. I don't know. I kind of like that. Hey, do you know the Day of the Dead? 
what that is? I know you know what the, it is. The, Mex- you're, you're, the Mexican thing? Yep, yeah, you're, the yeah Mex- it, it's not a trick question. Uh, and I knew you knew that. Uh, but it wasn't until I see this Disney movie, this Coco or whatever, that I learned that that they're honoring their par- their parents and their grandparents and the people who've passed away. I always thought it was macabre, you know, like of the devil and of the demons and spirits, you know, Halloween. But it's it. And when I saw that, I thought that is just super cool. I think to just because I think let let's say let's say a scientific way is to say they're they're not that's not really happening let's just say let's say it's not really happening those people aren't coming back but just think of the nourishment that i would ingest spiritually by having that whole celebration where i make something up for my mom and we say yeah you remember when she used to do da 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 yeah and when we were kids we used to go down that store okay we were here just that that nourishment man that would just i just think would be super cool and that's why sometimes I think I'm a little I'm a little bummed out. I grew up a Christian because I think God, I got all these like, you know, it's it, I don't know that I could go there now. But man, that's a cool way to I don't know process the universe. I guess you know to see it that way. Yeah, well, he had a lot of other parallels with the Ten Commandments. <laughs> like you're supposed to like tell the truth. Which yeah. Is- to be honest and raise your kids the way like they're that. supposed to be raised. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. so. the, you raise the kids right because they grew up to be the ones that run the country. And if they learn to treat people well and Confucianism is a whole bunch of, of uh, empathy toward your fellow man or your fellow yeah. human being. That's yeah. the big bottom line about what it's about. And you know his his silver rule was don't do anything to anyone that you wouldn't want done to you, which is yeah like the golden rule, and he said it way before Jesus. Hey, so I'm going to challenge you with if you take on this challenge, you may possibly lose your soul. I just want to let you know if you take I think on it's this gone challenge. Already. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, it's gone, gone already. So okay. here's what I might challenge you to do, there, John Luke. Is there anything? Okay, we know there's a lot of true things in the Bible. Is there anything in there that we could say, okay, that I don't agree with. That's 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 a bad teaching. That that hurts people. I mean, I because I think you can find many. <laughs> You're kind of you kind of committed the what are those the sin the unpardonable sin by you've eaten the apple, you can't go back. I think the worst teaching is the one we've talked about, about telling children they'll go to hell if they don't believe in Jesus. Yeah, and they talk, it's too, that women, women shouldn't speak in church. Uh, and and they weren't to lord over anyone. And, and those are... that Those shape our society, man. But anyway, yeah. anyway, I just thought... That's scary to disagree with some of that stuff. So, you know, I don't, I don't know that I agree. Now it's easy for me to disagree with my church about what the Bible says. Okay. They think the Bible says this. I say, I think the Bible says something else, 
but to say something in the Bible is just factually bad teaching. It's in morality. It's it's not good morals. Which morals is like a good way to live. It makes your species healthy. Go ahead. I keep interrupting. I know. That's, no, that's right. You're. Uh, I'm saying all to me all the magical stuff, supernatural stuff in the Bible is is not things I believe. Yeah. So it's hard to believe. It's it's hard to believe. I want to believe it. I like believing it. I even revert. Like like today the the light turned green. And then and then it turned yellow, but enough that I had I said, Thank you, God. <laughs> you know, it's I love it then. You know, like like he smiled on me or something. Um, so I still have those and I'm kind of finding them. I'm kind of finding them. Like well, that. I don't think that's I don't think that's wrong. Well, it doesn't hurt any it's, it doesn't hurt yeah. anything, but here again, the problem is what if I hit a bunch of red lights and I've done it and sometimes it's like every light's red. So then does that mean that God is, I have to be careful, I think, because it's, it's not a concrete weight, but it is kind of a, a balancing act that I'm using to live my life. You know, that some, this was a blessing and I don't know. I do like that. I, I like the idea if I do really, really, really good things, you know, I really try to be grateful and help people and do things well, that there may be something out there that I don't always see that comes back to me and blesses me back, you know. You um, know what that sounds like? Uh, see, reciprocity. I've studying, yes. I've been studying Buddhism, too. Okay, and, okay. Uh, and a little bit of uh, Hinduism. Okay, and yes. I've, I've, I've been looking at all this stuff. So you're talking about karma. Yes. Karma, okay. I, I think guess. karma, in a lot of ways, is real because karma is your actions. Yeah. Have consequences. Basically, yeah. is what karma is. Yeah. And but the Hindus believe that it may be in the next life or the life after, which I don't believe. I think in our society, there is karma because yeah. your actions will eventually cause other reactions with other yeah. people or within yourself. Yep. Or within 100%. nature, whatever. Yep. Right. Uh, oh, so, okay. it's there. Because to your point, okay, here's the awakening I had last night. What an awakening. I just watched this program. And, and I, I'm going to try to make it simple, but here we go. Okay, in my finger right here is, it's not a solid, okay? If you looked at it, it's like mostly like not a solid, right? It's all little um, atoms and all together. It's not really, if you look at it close. So... You you know that it's 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 a it's a well known concept, right? So it's water, yeah, water, okay, it's water, yeah, and yeah, okay. So their point is, what it is, a step further. It's energy. Our whole body is one big energy mass, and so if we if we think in positive ways and we get positive, uh. Think, think joyful thoughts. I mean, because that's where your strength is. That's where your health is. That's where your excitement for life is, is in a, in positive energy. And, and it goes, and I see you're a physician and I know 
you're taught to be, I think, skeptical. I don't know, but to be it as a scientist. But I think that I think there you could find science behind that. That says it, it's not it's not wooey wooey stuff. I think there's science behind the fact that if I discipline my thoughts, just like I discipline my body. Okay, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I just saw who you signed in as. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You were going to hell for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, he we signed in. <laughs> do I dare tell him who you signed in as? You do it. I mean, God knows. He, he are, It's not like God doesn't know. So He signed in tonight as God Almighty instead of Apostle Duke. <laughs> Sorry, I, I did not mean to interrupt you. I just, okay, that's okay. I just got a chuckle out of that because... Yeah. If if the lightning bolt is going to come down, yeah, it may be tonight. It could be, and it if it be. does, yeah, I you know I feel like I've well outlived my usefulness, and pretty much from here on in is just gravy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you may be whatever, man. So I'm kind of so okay was, with it. What? That's something that happened in Buddhism. You know, the Buddha had this. You know these five truths and yeah, the okay. eight the eightfold way. You know things you're supposed to right thinking, right yeah. prayer, right yeah. all this okay. that you're supposed to follow. Mm-hmm. But then later on, different sects would add to it, like they added yeah. all these rituals and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, that the Buddha didn't intend at all. But you know, like yeah, burning the incense and shaking the the bells and all this, right? Probably turning the crank on the calliope. So, so that that series I sent I sent John Luke a series of religions of the world and I think there's nine or ten videos in it. Anyway, I've watched them all, and I remember the thing that I of all that if you could condense it down to one thing out of those eleven twelve hours of videos, I would say they got it. Somebody somehow the things I think I'm discovering now, you know, these like, Oh my gosh, this kind of is connected to this man. And then, Oh my gosh. And I think I'm like coming onto some new new truth. So many times in those, in those different religions of the world, I thought, Oh man, they, they were teaching that, you know? Sure. Um, So, so it's interesting. So, so I think it's, it's a great idea. To, to get out of one religion and, and just, if anything, do it as an academic study to prove your point that your religion's correct, you know, it, at least do that. But I, I think John, uh, John Luke and I would both invite you to come. We're going to be your guide. And we don't, we don't know that we have anything figured out, but we found some pretty neat stuff and we thought we'd share it with you. So that's right. And so and so <laughs> that's a good lead into we're we're we've kind of got an idea of how to put together this if you want to call it a church or this study or this this way of being, whatever. Yeah. Gracemont, we're thinking is gonna be we're gonna say the way of grace, which is kind of like what Confucius called the way. Okay. All right. And what what they, it's a, a term they use in Christianity, and I, I'm sure they use it in a lot of religions. And 
like I said, the Mandalorians use it. The way yeah. of, we'll call you know it what, the way you know of, what the Tao the is the way of the way of grace for yeah. Grace Month. What? It's the way. That's that's what that's what Tao. that's how that's that's translated. Anyway, go ahead. That's right. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. That's I forgot. I forgot. That's the way. Taoism yep. also. Yeah. Uh so and we have previously stated that we are seekers. Yes. And we want all of our members, those who join us, to be seekers. And we will remain seekers, but we will be the guides. Like we're the ones who have traveled the path some. We don't know the path for sure. and We sure don't know the future, but we would be happy to be guides to other seekers. Yay, I like it. So so that's what we're going to call it. And there are lots of lots of things that I've found from the study so far that I would incorporate, which is, and, and we could address so many different subjects as how the way, the, the, the great, the way of grace would, would say to proceed on certain things. Like, like for instance, let's say having children. Okay. I think I would, you know, from, studying these other religions and adding what we learned from Christianity and Islam and so forth. The way is I don't think everybody has to have children. If they want to have children, great. I don't think if you don't want children, you have to be celibate, but I think you should make it a point to not have an unwanted pregnancy, whatever that requires. It should be, it should be your job to not have a pregnancy if you don't want to have children. If you decide to have children, I think you should have a union of some sort with two people. So there are two parents always together taking care of those children. Do your best to stay together if there's any way you can. And if not, then be as harmonious as possible in raising those children. That would be the Gracemont way. I love that because it does have, there is some discipline in it. The only thing I would add to that just my and it means nothing is if you've already done that and 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 made a mistake and and did some bad things uh there you can still you can still come back from that and and do well and raise that kid well and but i i'm with you man i think that's a good moral it's health it's kind of a healthy thing you know and i think most people know that right deep down there's something yeah. in your spirit that knows that that's that's the healthiest way to do it but yeah, yeah those are this is what you talked about there's you said there's a universal voice yeah okay i copied it from somebody but, well, but yeah it makes sense to me yeah or or what did you say the continuum that was the it was all the connect. Everything's connected, and it's a yeah. Oh yeah, everything's connected. The a universal like mind or something. I, so we're kind of saying the same thing. Well, the the universal voice says the same thing to all different cultures, yeah. which is it's it's ultimate pragmatism in many ways. Is the universal voice is the way I see it. Like you, ever you all should. It's like some. Some sage is sitting up there. Y'all know this, but I'm going to tell yeah. you anyway. Yeah. You you should stay together if you're having children. You should teach those children to behave, and you should yeah. teach them how to save their money. You should teach them to work. 
and all these things, and you should teach them to, to be followers of the way of grace, et, et cetera, you know. Yeah, it's it's just a good, solid way to live live life. It, it, and morals are so important. Hey, and I another thing I thought of was to your point. I think anyway, they were talking about like the substance of life, okay, and uh, they were saying that light basically. I, I'm going to say this horribly wrong, but but something to the effect of light was kind of the essence of matter that, that in light was the purest essence of God. There was there in the energy that, that it's like the universe just most precious piece of energy, you know? And, and they said in the light, in the light, God is in that light. And then I was singing some old song from like a hun- hundreds of years ago that says the father of lights. That's why I think, see, I think a lot of them got it. I think but that it's not just in our religion, but anyway, I like, I like that idea of just, and I think it's just good moral teaching. I like it. I love it. Another thing you've said before that I liked was that in our relationships that somebody had said that you really need three different partners in your lifetime. Yeah. One yeah. for before you're married, one while you're raising children, and one to spend your empty nest time with it. Because right. they might be all different people. Like the one you, you hook up with before you get married, you want the wild and crazy one. That, oh, Yeah. That loves yeah, to do all the fun stuff. She's got a hot butt and she's got big boobs and all that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that you, may not be exactly that out? Can you edit that no, out? Sorry. Right. I, I can leave it there. I can, whatever. <laughs> I, the the one you're you're raising children with, you want to be a super responsible. Dependable. For, for, for guys, you want her to be the perfect steady, mom. You know, and all steady. Steady. The exact opposite of what you married, right? You're looking and then when you're done, <laughs> when you're done raising your kids, you want the one who's going to want to travel with you and and you can talk to still do and, fun stuff and you can yeah. talk to right yeah yeah so so the 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 way of grace might tolerate that as well. Plus, I mean, there's so many people like right now that have, that are single <laughs> yeah. parents and only okay. one of the parents is responsible. Yeah. Mm. Th- those people still could follow the way of grace by teaching their children well as best they can, you know. See, in some ways you go so far out there that it's way further than I'd go. So you're 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 challenging monogamy basically. Right? One no, marriage. No. no, well, no, I I think I like for it. raising for raising children, it makes a whole lot of sense for the two for the couple to stay together where it's whether it's a man or woman, two guys, yeah. two women, all right. One person that identifies as a cat. I don't know, but it, the, as long as those people stay together and work as a team all the time, they're raising those children. That is the best. Yeah. Second best is if they split up, but they still work together as a team and never speak ill of each other. Yeah. But do their best to work together as a team. Then it can like- deteriorate. It just deteriorates from there. Yeah. I like it, man. I like it to think it through. It's- yep. That was just an example of yeah, what so that, the way that of was, grace could address. 
Right. Because it's, it's, it's just a way to live life. And it also addresses one of a very prevalent situation in our society, which, you know what? I wonder if like in some of these really stoic churches, they don't talk about like, okay, you need to raise your, you know, you need to stay married and they're, they're going to talk about some very high and mighty concept of God or something, you know? And so I think, yeah, that's where like, that's where, that's where maybe live church, I think got it right because they, I mean, they're growing like crazy. But they, they're talking to like people who are dealing with suicide and they're talking about women. They are having stuff for women who are uh, abused and battered. Like a whole, they'll dedicate a whole Sunday to it and the whole all the campuses hear it because there's people out there who's struggling in that area and they can go there and hear about it. And it's kind of cool. So more pragmatic matters rather than what's taught at our church well it's not yeah. my church anymore yeah right yes that church we could we could address it as that church if you want that church that church that, that was formerly known oh, as my church that church <laughs> yeah but yeah well, i like that i like that man so i guess the 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 way of grace the uni, the universal voice and ultimate pragmatism all can go together you know, doing I what think it does makes anyway. sense, doing what's right. Yeah, I think it always has. I think it does and it always has. It's just, it's just hell. It's positive energy, John Luke. It's positive energy. It's healthy. Well, it's being healthy. around those it's, that lift you up rather than those that bring you down. Well, and, and, and to, to maintain your relationships and, and, uh, Okay. Hey, this is one thing I was, I keep trying to open up that Confucius thing, but the program I watched about him, one of the things it said about him was, I pretty sure I heard this. If I got it wrong, I'm going to go with it anyway, because I love the concept. He said that the most, when God manifests himself the most, like if you want to, and I got another story to tell you. If you want to see God manifest in the most, according to Confucius, it was when two men were in harmony. That that relationship of we're we're in harmony. That's the most. Uh, that's that's the most solid, healthy thing you can do is be in harmony with your brothers. And that's the one of the things he taught. And I, I just, I thought that was super cool, man. Just, and that, and that's that positive energy. That's that same thing, man. But, 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 but I, I guess my point is it's not hocus pocus. It's, it's real, but he had a deeper sense. He understood there's something there that's very like washing your hands almost, you know, a lot of Confucianism is relationships, how to treat yeah. other people and how, yeah. how to have good relationships and the positive energy for sure goes with that. Cause I look yeah. like, I look forward to these talks with you. I get positive oh, energy from you. Good man. Good. Hey, I want to tell you this story 
and I hope I can do it in two, three minutes, and I hope I don't get lost. But I watched this video last night about this guy, true story, okay? He's a positive, motivating speaker, okay? And he was really, really good, super good. And I mean, I think he's dead on 100%. And I, and I loved it, everything he said. And so, but he's telling this story about his wife having a baby. It was just, I don't know, super cool. You, you might appreciate this. So anyway, I know you, maybe. Anyway, um, so he's, his wife's having a baby. And they're in labor. And he was talking about how much he never realized how much he could love his child and stuff. And they're in labor. And finally, his wife has the baby. And they have the baby. And they, oh, he said, I, oh, my gosh, that baby. And then they said, oh, my gosh, you're white. We're losing your wife. And his, and so his wife is going down. And so now they got to start making sure that she, so he comes up. Finally, his wife's okay. He puts his arm around his wife and they hand that baby in their arms and that doctor leans over. I'm going to say this wrong. I hope I say it right. The doctor leans over and says, welcome to the experience of your life where you experience the most dopamine or Oxycontin you will ever experience in your life. Because, and, and when he pulled his mask down, he said, I saw your seminar. And he was just talking about how connections were made, man. Oh, yeah. He was talking yeah. about that, that, that I thought that was so cool. That doctor knew him and said, that's, but as a doctor, I never thought of that. Like why, why? Because people talk about when they put that kid in my arms, I always think, cause I never had a kid. I always think, yeah, it was probably pretty cool, I guess. It's kind of like meeting your first girlfriend or something, you know? But apparently there's some chemical, super, super, super big chemical. And according to this guy, the way he told the story was when you have a child like that, in, your, in the mother and in the father, that dopamine thing just opens up and just goes crazy. And that's why you have those like, oh my God, this is my son you know, moments. Yeah. I have but, no idea if it's dopamine or not, but oh, that sounds like well, some crap somebody made up, but it's, oh, it's really? certainly an amazing thing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I want to say, sure, was, I, I, is, want, I keep amazing. wanting to say it was Oxycontin, but is there, is, is there a, some kind of chemical name, like a medical chemical name for that? Anyway, he yeah, was it talking wouldn't be about, Oxycontin. It would be, some, it would be uh, endorphins. Some kind of endorphins. In, endorphins and maybe dopamine. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's a, it's like when you have it's sex just love at first sight. Yeah. Or when you have sex that those dopamine things open up, you know, and you get those super, super high experiences, man. I want them baby. <laughs> well, have, <laughs> That's have what I'm looking for here. Gracemont. Yeah. Pretty amazing. All right, man. So we got Confucius figured out. So next week, do we want to do Buddha and uh, then the Hindu? And I want sure, to. We do. We can work on Buddha next week. Buddha. I got to remember that. And I think you should tell our audience how this, how did this come about? You just. 
you 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 called me or something. Well, you sent me a text that I got this. Where did that? How did that well, get in I, your head? Well, I've been thinking like you've been thinking. There's got to be something, something more. And I, I thought that this thing I'm calling the way of grace, the universal truth, whatever. It, it's a thing that it's a. Uh, I would like to put together a thing. It's a it's combination philosophy, a way of life, a way of uh, psychology. Yeah, and and partly spiritual, mm-hmm. but not religious. Really, not okay. not not a bunch of uh, dogma, like, and not a bunch of rituals. Just yeah, just the universal truth with a good way of living and your rules and guidance for living your life meditation, but not necessarily religious meditation, just sitting in, you know, like the Buddhists and Taoists will sit and try to just totally empty their minds and just find the inner self, whatever that means. I'm not sure what it means, the inner self, but I think it's very good to get to know yourself, know your strengths, your weaknesses, Share those with those around you that you trust and have them help you share your strengths with other people and have other people share their strengths with you that are your weaknesses so that you have the, the good relationships and, and help take care of each other that way. I love it, man. Hey, and it reminds me, I think we're going down the same path of a guy I heard about. I heard him talking the other night. And he was talking about how he got started and he started with those same kind of ideas. And he's the guy behind the book, chicken for your soul. Oh yeah. Chicken soup for the soul. Chicken, yeah. chicken soup for the soul. He, he had the same kind of, he was like, I was just looking in life man. I was just trying to understand, you know, I, I don't want to be sad. I, I want to be, I want to be happy. And, and how do I find this? And, and, uh, and and uh, and I saw a guy last night too. He was talking. Oh, I told you about this on the phone. But he was talking about he went. He got some like missionary task. He had to go over and teach school over there. And it was the most poverty ridden city he ever lived in, by far. And he said the people in that city were so happy and just full of joy. And he said there was one kid, he would go up to the, they had a swing set and there was a broken down swing set. And he would point at that swing set and he'd look back at that, that guy and he'd say, this. And what he meant was, look at this, man. Dude, we get to play on this like twice a day. He's so grateful and so happy. And he was talking about in that village or city he lived in, at like four o'clock, the whole city shut down and they would meet at some Body's house and it was a different house every day but at four o'clock the whole town would go in and he said they would just laugh and just he said he didn't know what was going on but it just made him feel so good and so happy but the point was it's like i think it's just it's almost it's almost biological the way to get into goodness and to meet god it's just and even the Bible teaches it, though. Be joyful. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's where my life and my health is, is in that joy. And 
your life will go in the direction of what we focus on. I mean, you mentioned that, you know, but if we're focusing on, oh man, I see, I'm, and I'm trying to break this myself. I'm focusing on, man, those Democrats, oh man, those Republicans. Now I'm just into that. I'm focusing on that. So I'm trying not to focus on that stuff and focus on, because my life's going to go what I'm focusing on. You know, like this, if we get into this podcast and it's super, super cool and we focus in on it and just get super jazzed about it and just let it be a super cool thing to not only for my health, but just maybe here again, like Confucius says, if we can help somebody, right? If we can help some, that's like the most godly thing you can do, man, is, and even you think about it in a physics mind frame by helping that other cell become stronger and, and, and grow. That's how your species survives. And that's how God designed us to survive. I think to, to honor him and to worship him, we should learn not only, not only how to eat, but how to think, how to think, how to, how to have mental health and, get energy in my life and thrive and thrive well in all. Anyway. Okay. I agree. Yeah. You know, this thing with the church that I got into where I was trying to fight the preacher because he was the antithesis of Confucius. He, yeah. You know, he, you know, was all the lies and manipulation that were going on. I just hated it. So I tried to fight it, but it, it really hurt me trying to fight that fight. And, talking about your negative energy i've i've really been thinking of it since then i'm going to try to do positive things and if a yeah. fight like that comes up it's not my job to fight it do, i'm not a my, fighter my advice to use it just <laughs> it's just <laughs> let it man it's just a dumb thing yeah and and i i like that i love it i like that idea uh i gotta remember to scratch <laughs> yeah. it out yeah okay sorry <laughs> yeah no, that's all right i I agree. That's where I'm, that's where I am now. And I'm, I'm much healthier state yeah. of being. And I've been much more conscious of it since then. Hey, not to ever let anything like that into my life again. I, and to so. the, your point, one of the things these guys talk about is like catching my thoughts when I'm ruminating, catch it, you know, Hey, I heard another thing that it said that our, mo our emotions were indications of am I thinking correctly or not? If I'm if I feel sad and depressed, it's because I'm thinking sad and depressed thoughts. If I'm thinking healthy thoughts, I'll feel good. And so our emotions help us help us understand. Don't keep thinking like that. And so that's what I heard and last night. I thought, man, that's God, that's a good point, you know? And so try to think well. And I'm still not good at it, but I'm better than I was, I think. Well, this leads into the, the things we've talked about before, the Grace Mont principles there. The other things we can address are the things that are not often addressed in religion. Things like protect the environment. We need it to live here. Right. God or nature gave us this world. We need to be good stewards of it. And we're not. 
Yeah. Just like, you know, you're talking about your mind and your body right. being good stewards of your body with that diet and exercise. All these right. things are things we, we, the way of grace would promote. Right. And they would just be the things that are really pragmatic and the yeah. obvious things that should be done, but that aren't being done. Right. Because people are in general selfish. Right. And we should get past being selfish and be better stewards of each other and our world. Correct. Yeah. And like, like you say, one thing I try to think about is like humans are selfish and I, I agree with that, but I, I, the way I think about it is like, there was a time in our history where if you weren't selfish, you, you would die. So in some respects, it's like, a there is that selfishness. It's like the balance, right? You know, but versus animal, animal behavior versus a higher being, which is what we're trying to strive to be. And, you yeah. know, selfishness is animal behavior. Yeah, it's innate, right? It's like sex. Yes. It's innate. It's like in the fiber of my being. It's like I can't, I can't just not think about it. <laughs> it's in, it's in, it's in, in like 99% of my cells rushing through my brain, veins. But that's okay. It's not, it's just, it's not bad. I just think, don't be ashamed. Well, yeah. Of just... yeah, you don't want to be a, I, the Grace Mont way would be not to never have sex again. That would, that would suck. The, yeah. That would be what the the Buddha would tell you, self-denial and, and Paul. Yeah. yeah. Self-denial and all those. But hey. I don't think, I think you need to not, you need to not focus on it all the time because it just, it frustrates you and distracts you if that's all you can think about. Well, it's that, innate. I don't know that it's necessarily positive energy, though, if you're thinking about sex all the time and you're not having sex all the time. It's yeah. Uh, frustrating. Yeah. That would um, be a matter for debate for the. I was going to say, yeah, podcast. that's, that's, I was going to say, um, th those should be, those should be like, I think, topics we should in investigate. I like the idea sure. of, of investigating that and, and getting some ideas out there because I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I do see, okay. I know that the sexual thing is innate. I also know like when I, did I tell you, I went to a, a thing called Buddha mind and they taught you how to meditate and stuff, but they're all celibate. They're all like, they're all like, and and then like, I think a lot of Buddhas are and stuff too, but anyway, yeah, I got you. It's like how, but still there's that you have, Oh, Oh, and that, so think about this. Think about this in the new Testament. Paul said, I recommend you not get married, but if you do, it's better to marry than to burn. I don't know if you ever heard that, but Paul, could you imagine if everybody obeyed him? <laughs> If everybody did what he asked them, the human species would have d died. 
it lasted maybe another hundred years. And if he, if everybody followed his teaching and said, I recommend you don't marry. But anyway, those are the kind of things. Teachings. Yeah, that was dumb. That's not going to happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, Sometimes people like Paul said dumb things too. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Was it dumb or was it just at that? It was at, during that time, it was probably dead on because they it, thought it, Christ it was coming back. Make... They thought Christ was coming back in two weeks or maybe two months. Anyway, we got to wrap it up. We've gone 52 minutes. And that's long enough. That's long enough. Okay. Right. So Buddha next week. Sure. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you have questions or comments or something you want us to talk about, you can email Apostle Duke at ad1 at gracemont.com. And I can lead uh, you just, to the way. I will show you the way. The, the way of grace. This the is way. the way. There. All right. Okay. See you next week. Bye.